The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. Now we're going live right now. Sean Payton. The pick is in. Let's go. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. All right, everybody, welcome to the special draft night right, edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast. In. Andrew. The pick is in. The pick is in. The Saints are on the clock. We have discombobulated Thomas because we told him we were going to go live <laughs> after the pick, but we're going when the Saints are on the clock. This draft day has been completely, utterly stressful for me. There was a moment oh where I really god. thought. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> All right. What's the pick? Pey- Peyton Turner, defensive end, Houston. Let's go! Oh <laughs> my god! What? Are you kidding me? The guy that we picked in the third round that you guys banged me over the head for? I have the graphic for him. <laughs> Think. He's 119 on my board. 119. What? Still better than Mac Jones. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. The Saints, they, they they get you. You know, it's like that year when we thought they were like, oh, they got to pick a guard. They got to pick the guard. And they were like, no, nah, we're not picking a guard. They didn't pick Karamoa. They didn't have a corner. I mean. I, yeah, we Like we make fun of the, we would make fun of the Raiders for they, doing things like this. We make fun oh, of the Raiders. Can't you hear? Can't you hear, Dave? Dave, they picked Peyton Turner. Quality name, easy to pronounce. We just picked the consensus third rounder, 28th overall. Wow. Who's Peyton Turner? Exactly. (laughs) No, no, who is he? What position is he? That's him. This is Peyton Turner. Uh, Saints Twitter. Oh, my God. A defensive... And this is fucking Marcus Davenport all the fuck over again. Oh my god. Oh but we have two first. I mean, his Raz has got to be off the charts. We got to look at his Raz. Right? His arms That's are super duper long. Like Dr. Reed from Fantastic Four. Okay, long. okay, okay. Positive news here. His Raz is 9.74. <laughs> I mean. His his uh he's six five two seventy so he he fit he fits the height and weight requirement. He's got long arms. His hands are ten point five huge hands. His vertical is elite. His composite agility scores are both elite. Yeah. So he is a testing freak. Yeah. The Saints leaned they leaned in hard on their prototype this year. But why 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 they passed they passed on Owosu Koromoa. I mean (laughs) here's the thing though, Andrew. Here's the thing. I told y'all, I told y'all. That defensive line is a sneaky, sneaky need. Now, they picked up Marcus first. They picked up his option for 2022, which makes it a little less dire. But 
Cam Jordan is not young. He had a bad year. Um, it, you know, it makes it makes sense. It pushes your UDFA son down the depth chart, which is sad. Um, this pick is going to catch a lot of shit, though, right, Andrew? <laughs> I, I am st- right I'm now? stunned. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. We, we see your face. <laughs> All of our listeners oh see your God. face, Dave. They see your re- instant reaction. What do you have to say for yourself? Are you serious? Are we really recording? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, this is a disaster. This is a fucking disaster. <laughs> I cannot believe this is the pick. This is fucking mar- Jesus. And it's like, and, it, and it's like. It's, it's it does. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious that they signed Marcus Davenport to his fifth year option. Uh, I guess that was a sign. I guess they waited. They waited all off season. They waited until today to sign Marcus Davenport to his fifth year option, and that was the sign to us that says, "Hey, we're gonna pick this random defensive end that's a quote unquote <laughs> like project who needs some work." Oh my we love god. I mean, hey, Jesus they, Christ, they, what they, the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? We were going to trade up? What, what the fuck are we going to trade up they for? Went from, they we went tra- from... Tell me we were going to trade up for this guy. This is it. We were going to trade it in the top 10, and then we were going to grab this guy. They went from <laughs> trading up in the top 10 to get a corner or Mac Jones to taking a guy at 28 that they could have got at 60. <laughs> I mean... What the fuck is going on? Woo! What is going on? I mean, we make I, we make fun of the Raiders for picks like this. We make, yeah. I, I mean, wait, wait guys, I, I I have I have Dave's instant reaction after the pick. Check this out. That's the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> my God, my God, pretty much. That is, that is my I mean, Andrew, I have to say this. I'm trying to think of the last time the Saints made a first-round pick where it was as much of a head-scratcher as this. This this is a pick that usually when the Saints pick a guy, you may argue about spots or whatever. They haven't picked this guy, like overdrafted someone like this in the first round in a long, long time. Yeah. Andrew's just, just his I'm eyes sorry. are just glazed over. He doesn't even know what to say. Well, I mean, there were so many options there. You could have traded down Elijah Moore if you wanted to give the offense a little juice. Uh, obviously, I, I can't believe Jeremiah Wosu Cormo is still there. That that's the thing that I'm just trying to resolve in my head is that you've got a guy in Wosu Cormo that was there. You could have taken him. It was a shock that he fell that far, and. You know, look, you you don't make your picks based on who the Falcons pick. So, I, but Caramoa didn't those... he did Caramoa didn't he not fit the profile like he was too t- he was he smallish. Was a light. Yeah, yeah, he was light, and, and yeah. certainly Peyton Turner does. You know, if if you're gonna base this is it, we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. On prototypes, there's no question that 
Peyton Turner 100% fits the prototype. 100%. Yeah. You know, we when we have these podcasts and we talk about the Saints look for guys that have this size, this weight, this speed. Peyton Turner is 100% all those things. I mean, I'm looking at his draft score right now. You know, it's dead ringer. But and and Jeremiah Wosu Cormo was not. You know, he did not have the weight uh, to fit. But and again, like I, I don't pick. I I I'm not one of those guys that would vote for picking guys based on who the Falcons pick. So I I I don't think that factors in or should matter. But when they take Kyle Pitts, and you've got a guy at 28 that falls to you that twice twice a year can cover Kyle Pitts and match up with him uh, as a linebacker. To me, that's the guy you take. I mean, that opportunity is – I'm stunned that he was available, and I'm even more stunned the Saints would pass on. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas put the graphic up that we were going to use to make fun of the Raiders, and we're using it to make fun of the Saints. I think it fits. Uh, it it's does. Fitting. Nice pick, dumbass. I mean, this is the most head- – this to me – is the most concerning pick that they've made since Stanley Jean-Baptiste. And and when they picked Stanley Jean-Baptiste at the time, I was like, that is a terrible pick. That dude was playing wide receiver till five minutes ago. He's done nothing at corner, but he checks all the boxes as measurables. I don't like this. And Peyton Turner... I Peyton live Turner in Houston. Have, he played for the University of Houston. I don't know who the fuck he is. He had he had ten and a half sacks in five games last year. All right. I he, mean, he was he was quite productive. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I I guess it's one of those things where the Saints they had you know it's just it's just their board and they they had the the thing is the one thing that I will say is at least. Andrew, unlike the Raiders or teams that make mistakes, he does check all the boxes physically. And he's not like a try-hard Jared Tomich or Rob Kelly, if you're an old Saints head, where his... Uh, Marcus Davenport checked all the box physically, too. Yeah, but at least they didn't, I mean, they didn't give up two firsts for Turner. I mean, let's not get, let's not get nuts. You know? I want like blows my I, mind. This this pick is out of left field to me. It's wild. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they just. I mean, they it must have yeah. been a, stunning. <laughs> when was the last time you either of you have been this stunned over a Saints pick? I don't know. Last year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by the by the way, we forgot to tell the um. We forgot to tell the 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 patrons and people in the in the YouTube live stream. If you are a patron, uh, Thomas will get you into this. Go to the general voice channel and DM Thomas, and then you can join us on the air and vent about this out of left field pick that the Saints just made. So Pey- so Peyton Turner is the 14th highest Raz score the Saints have ever taken. Wow. All time. He is top 15 all time in Saints Raz score picks. So, you know, he had 10 and a half sacks in five games last year. Highly productive. He has the, he has the height. He has the weight. He has, the, he has the speed. He has the agility. And, if you're just measuring him based on what he looks like combine-wise, you know, measurables, uh, he's a top 15 all-time pick. Uh, he, he's higher than Ricky Williams. He's higher than Jimmy Graham. He's wow. higher than Marcus Davenport. He's higher than Reggie Bush. Uh, <laughs> when when did they Reggie start doing this RAS score thing? I mean, the RAS score has been, uh, been around. It's uh, 80s. Since I, the 80s? Well, no. The, basically, what happened was this guy. I mean, the this, highest the highest RAS score the Saints have ever picked is Gene Atkins, who had a perfect ten in ooh. 1987. Wow, I didn't realize Gene Atkins had a perfect ten. And second is Lattimore, nine point nine nine. Yeah, you shoot your dick off. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So you shoot your dick off. <laughs> um. 
Thomas, I think we're starting to get some people. Thomas. I think we're starting to get some people in the general channel. Uh, yeah, yeah, we one have one guy. Um, but Andrew, you know, listen, they didn't trade down, uh, but they have. No, they didn't. They're going to do three picks tomorrow. Um, you know, I am hearing some people say like hey, we could have gotten him at sixty. I don't believe that's true. I think, well, yeah, I say that he he was uh, he was one nineteen on my on my composite big board. But I, I think what happens a lot of times with the composite big board is you know someone's clued into a guy and and they put him at like top forty, and then another board will see him and and not rate him in the top three hundred. You know, so that like kills the score. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, I, I'm looking at his Raz like he he probably I mean. Once you get to the second round, NFL teams are gonna. A guy that's had ten and a half sacks in five games, a guy that has off the, off the board, charting in terms of measurables, they're gonna take that guy ahead of, you know, unproductive, yeah. questionable, athleticism guys. So he would have been gone in the second round. He would have been gone before sixty. I I feel like that's probably what would have happened. But I feel like this is a reach. I do. What is what does what your is, dummy say? What does the dummy Dave? say? You're you're also muted, Dave, so you might yeah. want to fix that for you, you know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I will be I will be on WWL tomorrow morning, and I said it at the time, still better than Mac Jones. Andrew Tell the people how scared I was about the Saints trading up for Mac Jones. I was. I think we all were, man. I was. I, I don't. I, I. I was. Wa- I was watching Twitter. I was watching our Discord channel. I don't think anyone was feeling comfortable about that until the second he was picked. Um. In fact, I was texting with people who will, <laughs> will name remain nameless. If you're in Discord, you know. But there's a lot of people that were like. Yeah. What are please, you doing? Please, please don't take him. I mean, so, you know, we didn't take a quarterback. We got a pass rusher. And look, the Saints lost uh, Trey Hendrickson this year. Yeah. So they needed to replace him. Defensive line was a need. You know, they lost if, Rankins also. If He'll be he's, an interesting guy in the rotation. If he's good, no one will care. But he better be better than Karamoa. Because that's the guy, Andrew, that people yeah. are going to compare him to forever. You know? not Yeah, not only that, but I think it's like every time – I think Saints fans are – you know, I know Saints Twitter, we're, we're a bitter bunch. And if we're giving up a couple touchdowns to, to Kyle Pitts every week, every time we play the Falcons, people are going to be like, yeah, it would have been nice if we had Wosu Koromoa covering I will say this, though. My wife. A UH grad, she is pumped about the pick. <laughs> she just texted me UH and a bunch of like cat emojis. So you just lost a bunch of money in Vegas, didn't you? I did. Oh, I bet. I bet on the Saints picking a quarterback. That was plus eleven hundred when the when the Mac Jones rumors were at their like frothiest or peak. I told my wife to bet on the Saints picking quarterback because I figured at least if the Saints trade up and do something horrible and get Mac Jones, Dave, I was like, well, I can the 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 $1300 I'll win will make it a little bit better. That didn't work out. I also bet on them taking a corner. That didn't work out. I should have bet defensive end. Defensive end was plus 400. Uh, I should have bet it. I didn't and uh I paid the price. Well, I've, I've, since we've been doing this podcast, my McDonald's Uber Eats showed up. And so I've just killing it. Had a chance to, well, you know, I was hangry earlier when we started the podcast and now I've calmed down a little bit. (laughs) Well, here's the, here's the thing though. Excuse me. You're interrupting me. You're interrupting me. Oh, I Um, thought you were eating. He he tends to do that. No, he just, he's kind of known for that. Um, but I am a little, I'm a little less upset about the pick now that I've calmed down and eaten a little bit. And I only say that because we didn't trade up. Again, like we said earlier, at least we we didn't trade up. This wasn't as bad as Marcus Davenport. Um, And it's sad to say, but like, 
you know, Mark and, Marcus Davenport has really set the bar so goddamn low uh, <laughs> for defensive and first-round draft picks now. Um, so he's coming into a good situation. He's coming into a good situation. No matter how he does, at least everybody will be like, well, you know, he's not Marcus Davenport, so at least he's right there. Here's the, here's uh, the thing. But, but the other – wait, no. But the other thing is um, – uh, I forgot what the other thing is. Go here's ahead, the thing – and. Uh, well, I, I was going to say real quick. So, you know, for those of you that are like, uh, Ojolari, you know, is a pass rusher, but he, I don't think he was a scheme fit. So I will say this for those of you that are thinking, well, if they were locked in on a pass rusher, why not pick Greg uh, Russo out of Miami? Or why not pick Jason Oe, Oe out of uh, Penn State? And, or Carlos Basham out of Wake Forest. All guys, you know, they're kind of rate, ranked higher. And I will say, I'm looking at Russo, who was productive out of Miami. His, his composite agility grades are poor, very Here's... poor. His, his shuttle, his three-cone are awful. His vertical is awful. Um, you know, so Russo had really bad RAS scores. Um Carlos Basham was okay. Actually, he was good. Nine point. Oh, he had as many sacks as me. Yeah, much lower than Peyton Turner, and and Oe was actually higher than Peyton Turner. He had nine point nine two. He was off the charts, but he had no sacks, no production. Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, Every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. We are on the locker room app every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, talking Saints, talking NFL, talking draft. It's amazing. You can interact with us, goof to us. You can make fun of me, pronounce, mispronounce names. You can ask serious draft questions about Andrew. We're having a blast talking Saints live. All you have to do is go download the locker room app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link to your Twitter, and then join the NFL group. Follow me at Saints Happy Hour to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live every Wednesday at around 9 o'clock to talk Saints, to talk draft, and basically to make fun of me mispronouncing names. So do it. Download the Locker Room app today and then join us live every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Here's the, here's the thing with this pick as it sort of settles in and, and we, always, we always want to justify the pick and we want to get behind it and all that. But here's the thing, Andrew. The last five years, Jeff Ireland has put in this system that the Saints believe in, and it fucking works. Their mm-hmm. system of drafting works. They're, they're, we're going to draft to the prototype. It works. And they did it here, and like it isn't like they're going against – their system, like I think, we would have been more excited about Asante Samuel because he's a corner and his film is awesome. But like, he's short. He has short arms. Like he would have gone against all their things that they've done the last five years to be good. And I just, you know, it's it's okay. And like Dave said, they didn't they didn't trade up. And I. Besides Mac Jones, Dave, and not having Alabama Chad Henney, besides that, I really felt it was important to keep the 2022 first-round pick because we don't know how Jameis is going to be. We don't know what this team, we don't know what the floor is. So, overall, I still give it an A+. Well, again, as I keep eating and my belly gets a little more full, I, I get a little more rational, and I'm feeling a little bit more better about the pick. Um Especially after hearing you talk. No, I mean, I mean, look, one thing I will say is I'm proud of the Saints because, like, 
<laughs> they have their beliefs. They have their convictions. They have their guys, and like they just go for it. They don't give a shit what anybody's gonna say. You know, they know picking. You know, they know picking this guy. You know, in, at 28th is a little bit of a, a quote-unquote reach, uh, yeah. as is, as they would say in the industry. But they don't give a shit, and they know that's 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 what they're gonna hear. Uh, but they believe in their guys, so yeah. you know it, what. It, se- it seems like you're describing the Raiders right now, though. I just want to. No, point that out. <laughs> maybe. Let me be a little. But, but, but here's I, you the know, thing. I, I, I have conviction. Well, you know, but but the Saints, like you've said, the Saints have a little bit of a better track record. I think. Yes. And a little uh, bit of no, a better no. history. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I'm 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 all about that. Look, but, I, I will I will say I haven't listened to any of this guy's interviews, and obviously I'm gonna deep dive and have a full report on Peyton Turner once I have a chance to. But uh, what I'm reading here is that uh, Adam Schefter earlier today, and uh, this was posted by Jason Champagne, so kudos to him for posting this on the Discord. But Adam Schefter earlier today before the draft started said, in light of, in a draft light on defensive linemen, here's a name that could be called tonight. Houston defensive end Peyton Turner could go in the first round due to his character, his length, and his medicals. Uh, I haven't heard his interviews. I haven't a chance. I haven't a chance to really digest like what he's like as a person. But if he's a high character guy, a guy that loves football, a guy that's all in, length guy that guy that interviews really well. Elite I can length. see. I could see the Saints loving his Raz, loving his production, and then he meets with them face to face, and they're just like this guy. This Andrew, is our guy. Like, get know? nerdy for me and explain why length is so important for defensive ends. Like, explain it to people that don't watch tape and, and wh- why teams are like, that guy's got elite length. Like, why does it matter? Well, it, especially arm length. I mean, when we're talking about his arms, which are exceptionally long. Uh, That's what and, she said. And, and, and when you're as strong as he is, too, like, you, you need that accompanied by strength. And, you know, th- those two things in combination are great. That's what she but, said. <laughs> it gives you the ability to kind of you know when how you're bendy you know what how we haven't talked how bendy is this motherfucker is this a fucking bendy motherfucker or what i mean ten and a half sacks oh. I, we're, i'm about to watch the tape and see how these how he, the sacks right. came about well, you know we'll, we'll see you... if they're like we'll see if they're hendrickson hustle sacks you know, yeah. or or if they're bendy sacks. Well, look, Juge, I expect a full uh, report. report. I want to know what his bend quotient is, uh, and I uh, don't forget the cover page on the uh, TPS report. Thank you. Yes, Thomas. Yeah, we got that. people you in got the, in the general channel. Let's 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 get to some people. I know people. Yeah, have... waiting. I don't know if I read. Wait a second. I'm gonna check out with the, our first caller. All right. Oh, Colin. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. is scary. This is, this is scary. We, got a, we, got a, we have a Polish guy running the show here. Jesus Christ. This is almost as scary as the Saints draft pick. Okay. 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 Can we get fir- f- in here? <laughs> first caller. First caller. Uh, this is Albion Moonlight. First time, long time. Uh, Albion Moonlight, say hi. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Are you freaking out? Look. All right, okay. yeah, tell, yeah. T- tell us what you think about Peyton Turner. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I like what Dave was saying. He didn't trade up for this dude. Mm-hmm. And he goes to a school in Texas that I literally knew existed before the Saints drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to? As opposed to Marcus Two-First, <laughs> who I-, I was sitting in the Marcus Two-First draft. Sitting with my buddy, he's a Panthers fan. Saints trade up. He's all mad because he's like, God damn it, y'all just got Lamar. We draft a dude from a school neither of us had heard of. He's been laughing at me ever since. San Antonio this is our didn't have football till five minutes ago. Yeah. The Roadrunners. University of Houston. It's a real school. He's real a real school. player. Yeah. I'm at peace with this. This is good. And I, mean, I don't want to be like I don't want to be like a two lane homer here, but like I just feel like if we're gonna take a defensive end from Houston, like this has to open the door. Let's, let's go get stop Cam it. Sample. Come on, <laughs> let's get Cam Sample. You, Come you really, on, you really do want the Saints to have a horrible season, dude. I look, Cam Sample is gonna be hungry. He comes from two. You know, look. As much as I love two lane, yeah, we know they're not. It's not a football powerhouse. So if you're, if Dave, you're did we not sign it up? Did you not get your fill of? 
Saints signing horrible two-lane players that'll never help the team. Did you not get enough? Did you not get your what, fill Ryan, this past you, week? Ryan Griffin? Draft? What, Ryan? No, no yeah, J.J. McCleskey. No, I'm talking about the two. I know, yeah, Montana, I know the center. I know, Montana, Christian Some Montana. Lineman. No, I know. I, that's I, that's why I mentioned it again because it seems like it seems like they're uh, they're enough on the take. They're on enough the take. Is, so is enough. No, uh, Cam Sample. I want Cam Sample. So Albion Moonlight, what do you want the Saints to do at sixty? And then we'll we'll get on with other callers. What do you want the Saints to do at sixty? I don't want to depend on having to get a Richard Sherman or something like a cornerback you get in the second is not necessarily going to be a plug and play guy, but they need a floor there. They need something so that when they go into post-draft free agency, they, they're not desperate for a body, anybody. So I'm, I'm saying probably cornerback, or if that's just completely off the board, then best playmaking wide receiver. Sounds good to me. All right, uh, Thomas, uh, who's next? What next? Okay, so we are not ready yet. <laughs> oh, what, what, is, what is that what next sound it's Dit- like? It's, what is it's that? just Ditka when the Ditka. Saints were oh, – It's just Ditka when the Saints were 1-10 his last year, and he's just sitting in a chair, and he's just stewing at the media. Love it. So I just like – What next? It's just great. Um, okay, we have we have another caller, a show regular. Budrich, say hello. Budrich, I know you're 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 a draft nerd like Andrew. Are you freaking out over this Peyton Turner pick? I like it. An easy name, not too many syllables. School I know. Budrich, un- unmute yourself. He's like Dave. He's just talking to no one. <laughs> Matt's like, I hate my life. I'm speechless. He's an Obi Wan Kenobi. He's, just... He's speechless. There you go. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, yeah, I got it. All right. Yeah, I was a little nervous about Payne Turner, but based on the last two picks, were pass rushers. I'm, grow- I'm starting to grow on it now because Ravens took Courtney Brown 2.0, Jason Owe, and the Bucks took Joe Tryon from Washington. So, isn't didn't the Jaguars just take him? Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They're no. on the clock. Yeah. No, Jaguars, they took uh, Edithine from uh, Clemson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I... at least with Payne Turner, he's a really good run blocker. He's really worked on that part of his game. And I, th- I think with Turner, you probably got a good hybrid defensive lineman who, who could probably kick inside just primarily because of his size. Here's my Here's my question. To, to mm-hmm. Matt and Andrew is I I think we would have lost our collective fucking minds if Newsom had been there and they'd have taken Turner instead and they're of course never I would have I would have stabbed somebody I would have fucking stabbed them <laughs> I also would have stabbed do you someone, yeah. and, and, I and that's why computer. I ask Andrew and and, and Matt and, and I know you can't know the Saints boards and, and you can't possibly but do you think that they would have taken Newsom over Turner if they had the choice of both. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. All right, Matt. Yeah. What? And, and that's 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 where I, Ralph. Like I kind of the Jeremiah Wosu Cormo. That that's who I would have taken. But like I get it. I get that the Saints are all about prototypes. They're all about physical traits. And Wosu Koromoa is not big enough to be a linebacker for the saints like he, hell he fell out of the first round he yeah, yeah he, he fell out of the first round and he's smaller than quan alexander like he's lighter than him and here's so, and here's the thing I, that like oh quan alexander when they traded for him was a surprise because he was he was smaller than their yeah trades, but the thing is you know? to me andrew is like the saints they may draft to a prototype but like once you're a quan alexander and you have proven that you can play at a high level and you don't have all the traits, like then the traits don't matter, right? Because Kawan Alexander, he proved it, right? So I yeah. think the media missed the point of like they were like, well, you 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 traded for Kawan Alexander. Does that prove that 
you're going a different way with size and, and different things at linebacker. I don't think Quan Alexander proved that and, and showed that at all. I think they looked at Quan Alexander and they're like, he's an NFL product. He has proven he can play at a high level. We don't care about his height because he did it at San Francisco and he did it in Tampa. Um, but Well, there, there's a guy actually on our YouTube channel right now that just commented. It's Mocha Chakalaka Khan. Oh, I hope I, like I said that, that right. Yeah. Um, Chakalaka? Yeah, he, he said uh, Jeremiah Wosu koromo should play strong safety in the NFL. And, you know, again, that, going back to his size, like that's – Yeah. I, I don't know that I necessarily agree because he could gain weight, but where he is right now, that's that's in question. Here, He's right. And here's, so here's a if, question. If, that's a, if that's a thing we're talking about, then maybe that's why he wasn't picked in the first round. You know, We, we know that the Saints, just because they didn't trade up – from 28 doesn't mean they're not going to do it. So my question to you, Matt, and then we'll get to other callers. Is there a guy yeah. that you're, you have circled and you're like, that is a guy that the saints would want to move up from 60 to get. And we should be paying attention tomorrow. The further he get, the closer he gets to 60, the more, more and sample. more likely the saints will move up. <laughs> uh, there's probably three guys. Uh, one of them is definitely Jabril Cox from LSU. I know they uh, talked to him, and and I think he's probably one of those guys. Maybe Asante Samuel, because I think they do you want like, a corner. You like Tyson Campbell? That's kind of my guy at six. Yeah, I, I think I think he he wouldn't be bad. It's just I think he's he needs a little more work in comparison to Samuel because I think Samuel you could ask him to start right now and he'd do fine, but with Campbell you might need probably a good. Few months for him to really work on his craft. Thing is, with the, probably the last Samuel, guy, can, can he yeah, play the last inside? Guy with can, would be uh, Elijah Moore from Ole Miss because he fell the first round, and I don't know. I, I think he's probably a really sneaky guy that I, I I would not mind lining up with Michael Thomas. Yeah, so those Dave, are my top three. Dave, now that you're not uh, hung hangry anymore, um, I have to say, <laughs> if the Saints would have drafted Mac Jones. I would have demanded you drive to Houston and just make me painkillers, that drink you had on the big show last week, and just inject them into my vein with an IV. Yeah, you like that one? That's a good I, one. That's it like a, It's a little bit of like a pina colada thing. It's got a little coconut in it, a little orange juice, a lot of rum. Uh, I could have... Uh, they, certainly, they certainly would help. They certainly would help. Uh, but uh, I think you might need th- those injected if uh, they drafted Alabama Chad Henney. Oh my god! I gotta say, I mean, in the much, veins, Pey- Peyton Turner must have absolutely just killed the interview. Killed it. Oh, yeah, when they, like, when they met with him, he must have just been yeah. so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, Nielsen must have been like, "This guy is awesome. Let, let, okay, just get this guy." I mean. Eh, I mean, it's 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 high, and people will knock it, and the Saints will probably get a C. But it isn't like he isn't like Rick Leonard, where the Saints pick Rick Leonard in the fourth round, and people were like, mm-hmm. "I don't have him in my top two fifty. Basically, yeah. we're arguing with Evan Turner. You're arguing over him. You're arguing like the Saints picked him around too high, maybe. Yeah. So Some people had him going as high as probably second round, which, yeah, it, it's fine. Good hand usage, multiple positions. Wow, that sounds like uh, Juju's uh, mom. <laughs> thanks, th- thanks, Matt, for the uh, for joining us tonight. I would say call, but they don't really they don't really dial in. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah. so Thomas, um, let me. Uh, let me get the uh, the old sound effect here. Uh, I don't know. Could they not that, have? Could they not have drafted somebody else and then like traded trade up? It up tra- yeah, yeah, and gotten this. But guy? here's the here's the thing though. If the Saints, Dave, if they have him rated at like twenty three, they're gonna be like, we don't think he'll be there at sixty. You know, so. Um, you know, if the Saint, if the put it this way, Andrew's right. If the Saints were the Raiders, we would kill them. But because the Saints have four division titles and forty nine wins the last four years, we're like, eh, it's okay. After I 
get over it for 25 minutes. We can live with it. It'll be okay. So, uh, so Thomas, who, who we got? Next caller is the Wicker Man. I hope he's ready. Wicker Say man. hello, Wicker Man. Wicker Man, what you got? Uh, did you, were you speechless like Juge when the pick came in? Um, yeah, I, I've been kind of speechless the last few years with our picks. I mean, I was not expecting uh, Ruiz last year, but this one, well, I, that was more because of a fit thing. This one, really, he was not. I mean, I've done a lot of mock drafts. I've done a lot of stuff, and I've, I barely heard this guy's name. <laughs> uh, just because he typically picked between 28 and, and 60. Um, but what I will say is, like, the, the question y'all were asked, that, that Dave was asking about why not just trade up and get this guy? I think, for me, the only trade reason back, this yeah. pick makes any sense is if there's somebody else that we want to trade up and get in the second round. And so we knew that we couldn't get this guy in the second round because there's somebody else that we want. So my question is, who is that? And y'all already sort of answered it. But, I mean, Elijah Moore fell. Coromoa fell. I don't know if we can get up that high, but, it, you know, it would sure be nice. Here's my question to you, Dave. If the Saints go through this draft and don't pick a corner, let's say they don't pick a corner until 105. Like at 60 and 98, they don't pick a corner. They don't pick a corner until the, th- the third round or the fourth round. Are you going to knock this draft and be really, really worried about the team's win total? Because we've seen when they're a dumpster fire at corner, bad things happen. Like, do you feel know. like I mean, they better I, pick I a guess... corner tomorrow? I mean, if they pick one at anywhere in the third round, I guess I will be okay. I'm not going to, like, totally freak out. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, you know, at this point, they didn't pick one in the first round. So, uh, I'm I'm a little concerned about cornerback for sure. I am definitely a little concerned about cornerback. Andrew, how like do you have like a list of corners where you're like they better get one of these freaking corners tomorrow or I'm going to be mad. Your outdoor experiences could be better, clearly better. Canon's sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon's sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code KanonCast15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T 15. Canon, clearly better. Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, Every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. So, no, I, I, you know, Tyson Campbell's the one I go back to. Just he has the size, the speed, um, but there's a number of guys. I mean, corner is pretty deep in this draft. Asante Samuel's still out there. I don't know if you can get him at 60. Aaron Robinson out of Central Florida is a big dude. Uh, you know, Kelvin Joseph is a guy that some people think is good. You're, you're my dad's favorite, and he keeps hoping that you'll have to say his name. Is Ifiatu Melifanu? Oh my God! Out of Syracuse. <laughs> um, so I, there's a number of cornerbacks I think that they can take in the second round. Is my point, and so, yeah. but but they better take one because here's the deal: like, if they don't take one in the second round, it starts to get a little bit more grim after that. Grim. Uh, Start man. praying for Richard Sherman's health at that point. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, no, Rick. you nailed it. Thanks, Wicker Man, for the uh, 
for the call, uh, Thomas. What next? And so next we have uh, Jason Champagne. Jason Champagne, uh, say hi. Hey, Jason. Jason. Jason Champagne. Jason. Jason. Yeah, that's right. Which one? Hey, what's up, guys? Some teams had a fourth round grade on Peyton Turner. Um, Saints are just going to get murdered. The, the Saints will have the lowest draft grade of any team, I think. Or maybe, well, maybe not to the, the Raiders. Be, the Raiders will. But, uh, Jason, what do you what do you think of the pick? So actually, you know, I like the pick. Um, you know, defensive end is so never actually, a bad you know, value. I like the pick. Uh, one of the things that mute your stream, mute your stream. Yeah, will you mute your uh, stream because we can hear? It's like it. it's like we're on WWL. We're turn down your radio, radio Jason. Down. <laughs> we're gonna do is turn down your radio. <laughs> oh God, I just I just became that guy, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I should freaking know better. So anyway, um, no, I, I generally good. I like the pick. Um, you know, I I just put in the, our Discord that. Uh, you know, the fact that two edge guys went right after Turner kind of validates our pick. I think the Saints mm-hmm. brought to the fact that, you know, other teams were were uh, possibly going to poach their guy. Yeah, there's definitely a run there at the end, yeah. Here, here's my question, is how can a guy that has 10.5 sacks and an elite RAS score, why is he graded so low? Like... Like, explain it to me. Like, why, why is his great? Like, usually, like a guy, you can you can pinpoint. It. You can be like, well, his score's really high, but he only had four sacks, or he's hurt, or he's like, why is he great? Like, what makes him a fourth round grade? Why is that? Well, you know, the only thing I could have thought of was level of competition. But then, you know, there was a defensive tackle out of Houston, and I'm blanking on his name. The Bills selected him. Ed Oliver was. Ed Oliver, thank you. Was the number one recruit in America? Yeah, so you know you can't really say it's level of competition there in the uh, American Conference, but uh, you know it was definitely a shocker for me that uh, Turner went there. I kind of had him pegged for mid second round, but uh, you know the more I hear about the guy, uh, his character, work ethic, things like that. Um, you know, it could turn out to be a pretty good pick. And uh, I think the Saints have their eye on somebody in the second round that they may trade up for at that point. But, uh, you know, it looks like they really had trouble finding a trade partner in the first round. And uh, that could be the reason why they went with Turner there. Um, just because, you know, they may have had him pegged kind of like we did as a mid-second round guy. Uh, but they knew he wouldn't be there if they tried to move up in the second. So they just went ahead and nabbed their guy there. Yeah. So Jason, thanks so for the I'm call. Looking, I'm looking at I'm looking at my composite big board, and you know, PFF had him ranked the highest uh, of all the publications at 57. ESPN had him at 59. So you know, there's a couple there that had him. You know, Pro Football Network had him lower kind of a third-round pick. CBS had him as a third-round pick. Draft Tech had him way down, you know, outside of the top 300. So, you know, Draft Tech, you know, that, that's just one publication. Maybe they kind of missed. Yeah. So but, the highest uh, was 57. Yeah, PFF had him ranked the highest at 57, so he would have been gone by 60. Um, but look... Uh, in best-case scenario, he would have been gone by 60. And barely yeah. he would have been barely. Gone. Yeah, no. Well, I think you can make you can but, make a strong listen, case that he would have still been there at sixty. But I, the Saints do their homework more than any of these publications. I, I think that's also sure. fair to say. Sure. Um, Here, here's so. the thing, also, and they know what other teams are going to do. And yeah. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, Jason. Here's the thing, also, too, Dave and Andrew. You know, the Saints, Ryan Nielsen, Sean Payton did not let him walk out the door to LSU and they kept him and that dude has a track record with the Saints and at North Carolina State of taking dudes that aren't elite recruits at North Carolina and making them NFL players and he has he turned Trey Hendrickson into a 60 million dollar player he turned Onyemata 
into a player. Marcus Davenport got hurt, so we, you know, maybe we want to give that a mess. But they, Shai Tuttle has become a decent rotation guy. Andrew's UDFA son, Carl Granderson. So to me, like, the Saints have a track record that they take guys and can improve him. And this guy's got elite physical skills. So, you know, I feel better about it now that I've remembered that Ryan Nielsen is is part of this equation, too. Um, I'm going to sum it all up. I mean, yeah, that's great, Ralph. Uh, you want to believe that? That's great. You talk yourself into that. Wonderful. Um, enjoy that ride. And I'm not saying you're wrong, like but I there are... But there are... There is a total other side to that coin, and it's you know you mentioned Marcus Davenport. I don't, I don't know why you would I don't know why you would bring that up as a as a argument on on your behalf. I think that would be an argument on my behalf as <laughs> as a potentially not really a great draft pick uh, or Stefan Anthony Ooh. or whatever. Uh, there are I mean there are examples on both sides, and I I think the point is is that it's it's really a crapshoot. And you and, and Andrew said they had the best whatever. They had the best hit percentage as they far do. as like draft picks. And that was what, 52, 53%? 53? That's right. Okay, that's barely, that's barely above half and half. I mean, basically what you're saying is at, the, at best, drafting NFL players is a 50-50 proposition. That is true. That is true. And and so I just think you want to talk yourself into Turner being a good draft pick, you could do that because there's 50, because 50% of the past evidence says that that's a possibility. But you know what? I could say on the other side, uh I think Turner is going to be a total fucking bust and a waste at 28 and I have 50% of history yeah. on my side. Well, I mean that's well everything everything in the draft is 50-50, but I mean Yes, yes it is. That's my exactly my point. They, that is exactly my point. My point is is that this is all a fucking goddamn 50-50 proposition gamble. At best, yeah. But at I mean best. what at best. You you it's like it's it's like the NFL is the house and uh, well, here, all the NFL teams are suckers moseying on up to the table. Here's and the thing, here's sometimes the thing. Sometimes the house always... wins. Here's the thing I always say. No, we're never going to remember his composite big board. We're never going to remember what he was rated on PFF or some other publication. We're never going to remember his RAS score. You know, all we're like. Well, to be fair, I, you, I, you I, two, you two morons might remember that. We shit. might, but yes, most Maybe. people might never. Most people won't. Right. And so we always talk, Ralph, about just simple. Just take good players, right? And so That's if right. he if he has double digit sacks. We're never going to care about the fact that he was overdrafted. He was overpicked. Like, just just produce. Just be a good player. And, and none of the other stuff matters. Like, where you were taken, nobody really thinks about that stuff. No it's one just, get... are you good? Good or are you not? Yeah. Well, let me ask you so... this question. Let me ask you this question. When the Saints have taken in the first round, when they have taken somebody who was... Um outside of the box who was uh not who you think would like Zach Bond w- w- was a reach in oh, but I'm talking about in the first round specifically okay. yeah uh when the Saints have kind of reached a like little on, bit like Andrews Pete yes has has it tended has it in has it tended to work out or has it tended to not work out well I mean they don't have this is the this might be the biggest reach they've ever done in the in the Sean Payton Mickey Loomis era in the first round. I agree. I mean, Pete. I Pete mean, honestly, the, the biggest reach is beside. Well, I mean, Akeem Hicks and David Onyemata were huge reaches that come to mind, and obviously those were huge hits. Yeah, those weren't first round picks either. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in the first round, who was a huge reach? I mean, Marcus Davenport. They give two first round picks to get him, but that that was right around where people expected him to go. So I, I don't know that I would accuse it. Maybe they gave up a lot to get him, but I, I don't know that I would accuse Davenport of being a reach. Uh, Pete was maybe a little high, yeah. Um, but but he wasn't this. He wasn't this skewed, yeah. you know. I and I Vicaro, I, 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 I agree Vicaro. with Vicaro was picked right where everyone slotted him to be picked. Yeah. 
So uh, th- this is the biggest reach I can remember. Bon I agree with Ralph. Stephon Anthony wasn't really a reach, though. Like, that was yeah. about where they he, had him. He, he was kind of assumed to be late first. Early early second, yeah. Early second, yeah. I Meacham might have been a reach because I think Meacham, he had knee issues. He might have been a reach, too, but not like a this. Slight. But I don't, I, don't, I don't regret drafting Meacham, though, so I'm fine with that. I don't, <laughs> I'm okay with Meacham. <laughs> Meacham could have just did the Meach around and he'd be a good yes, pick. Yes, absolutely. Like, absolutely. That's all he needed to do is have the Meach around. And but, he you know, you know who was kind of a reach was Ruiz. Ruiz was a slight reach. There yeah. you go. But but Ruiz was a slight reach, but they did have teams that afterwards were like, we had a good grade on him. The, the thing with Turner right. is you see on PFT and all these other ones, they're like, we had a fourth-round grade on him. We had a third-round grade on him. He's not Look, the, the reality is I'm going to watch the tape. We'll listen to the interviews. I'll, I'll write up a thing. We're all going to talk ourselves into this. Let's be honest. We're all Saints fans. We want this to work out. They didn't we're trade up. The, He's not well, Matt Jones. What, what do you working want? Out. No, so, you and, like you and Ralph are already talking yourselves into I'm it. Talking, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, we're I'm already kind of talk you out of it. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying I to said when Tate, but you're the you're you, Dave. You were the first one to say I hate this, and then <laughs> yes. ten seconds later, you're like, I was hangry. I ate. I'm feeling better. <laughs> but you were right. the first one to kind of come around in 180. I'm only you yeah, but did it no, much quicker than us. No, but is it is it not ridiculous that the only reason I feel better about it is because they didn't trade up and fine. and spend other draft picks just to get this one guy Mac like Jones yeah it's fine well, no I, but i mean like the whole davenport thing like like that's what i was saying like that's what i was saying earlier like the whole marcus davenport thing that set the bar so fucking low as far as like how terrible and how disappointed you can be and so now it's just like oh yeah they just drafted some random guy well it's fine because they didn't fucking waste another first round draft pick just to get him because they've done that before. They have, true. But I, we're I, we're all gonna talk. We're, we're gonna talk ourselves into it. We're 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 gonna convince ourselves that Peyton Turner is gonna be a great player. That he's I don't know. I may play devil's advocate just for the shit of it. And listen, if Marcus Davenport gets injured again, we might be really glad that we have this guy. That's right. Just just saying. But so we're we're all gonna talk ourselves into it. Let, let, let's just hope he's actually good. He actually plays well. And let's hope Ryan Nielsen coaches him up a little bit. And you know, and listen, I, I I think the biggest thing, as I look at this roster and we talk about the Saints, I say this all the time, Ralph. Like mission critical was get a starter at mm-hmm. corner out of this draft, and that just became more difficult. And here's and Newsom Newsom didn't fall <laughs> yeah. to him, so I I don't know that there was a guy slotted at twenty nine. Eric Stokes got taken right behind the Saints. Maybe they didn't like him as much as the team that ended up taking him, but. You didn't leave this first round with the starting corner. That's a problem, and uh, that's still a thing for this roster to figure out now. Well, so that that's probably the biggest here's, thing I lament. Here's the thing I do like about the pick, though, is if it works out, it isn't like they went against their process. So the next right. time they'll be like, well, we picked that dude from Houston, and even though he couldn't run or he was undersized or he had a bad medical, like we're going to pick another guy in the first round next year that has a bad medical too or is slow because it worked out once. I like the fact, Andrew, that they leaned into their process. So if Peyton Turner works out like they think, the next year they'll be like, no, no, no. Stick to our process. Everybody banged on us because they said we picked him too high or whatever. Stick to the process. When we stick to the process, it worked. It worked before. It worked with Peyton Turner. Do it again. I I, I like that. You know, I, I, I think it's worked for him. So I'm excited. And, like, there's a 99% chance that I will not mess up his name. I love this pick. I love it. So... Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Thomas. Thomas has been up all night in Poland just watching and the we've draft. We've got we've got we've got uh who's been sitting there. Yeah, oh yeah, Esplin. Get in there. He he hopped in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he he doesn't answer. He doesn't He's AFK, AFK I think. <laughs> oh. he, what? AFK? AFK, yeah.
What does that mean? Away from you don't keyboard. know what AFK means? No. Away from keyboard, buddy. Oh, where, from keyboard. where were you? Where were you <laughs> in 1996 when AOL was a thing, buddy? Yeah. AFK, AFK. I like that. So, but instead, we 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 have one question from Twitter from the regular our listener from Netherlands, Andrew. Manadula. This one is for you. Yes. Read it. On the screen. Oh, you don't want to read it? Okay. He, nah, uh, nah. Monadula wants to ask me how I feel about my adopted son being sent to bed without dinner. <laughs> you misspelled dinner. He spelled he spelled yeah. diner. Diner. Yeah. Diner. He went to bed without diner. Uh, no, but uh, he's talking about Carl Granderson, obviously, my adopted UDFA son. And... Uh, yeah, it's interesting. You know, I think Granderson was going to be in a position where he was going to be forced to play more. And now I would say there's even a question of does he play at all? It, it's going to be a pretty significant edge battle. Like, we don't know. Like, defensive tackle is still really thin for the Saints. But on the edge, you know, we've got Davenport and Jordan kind of penciled in as your starters. Mm-hmm. And now you have your first-round pick, Peyton Turner. You've got Passigno. And you've got Granderson. You've got kind of three edge guys and vying for two backup spots. And so, to me, Granderson's kind of edge number five now. He's on the outside looking in. So, this is significant. He's going to have to have a great camp. He's going to have to show the Saints that he deserves more snaps than Passigno, deserves more snaps than Peyton Turner. I literally forgot Passigno existed until you just mentioned him. Yeah, but like edge is kind of tough now, right? Yeah, like the Saints are pretty deep there. I actually, yeah. I mean, Davenport's always injured, so you know that that's the thing. Like he he could end up amounting to nothing, but if if Davenport is his body's right and he's playing and he, we know he's a starter if he's if he's healthy. So, um, yeah, I and actually thing- feel with Peyton Turner, I feel really great about edge. I still don't feel good about linebacker. I still don't feel good about corner at all. <laughs> uh, I don't feel great about receiver. So there's still kind of three spots there, but we didn't trade up. That's right. So there's still a lot of picks left. Let's hope we address some of those needs. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I just like, and I want to say this too. We said this on our, our patrons only podcast that me and Andrew did for breaking news, but I want to say it again. Thank you to the Saints for making this draft day incredibly fun. Until the Aaron Rodgers news broke that he doesn't want to, he wants to to not be a Packer anymore. Until that news, until that news broke about like two thirty, three o'clock, like the Saints were dominating draft Twitter because everybody was like, the Saints are one of the the only team that's trying to get into the top ten to move up and they want a non quarterback and it like dominated the afternoon and it was great fun. The saints were tweeting out the looking eyes. Um, it was incredibly entertaining, Dave. I loved it. Then it turned to Mac Jones and I panicked, but until then, this is the, this is the, this is the most fun we've had all off season. Cause the saints didn't do any moves. I thought the saints made our draft day Super entertaining by just throwing crazy rumors out there to different reporters. I mean, you think they're going to reveal who they were interested in? Hmm. After the fact, I don't know. Now like, that it's over, do we think that? Do you think it was? Do you think there was any truth to the Mac Jones stuff, Andrew? Mac Jones. I thought the room. I thought the rumors was Justin Fields. I mean, Mac I mean, Jones. Oh, I thought they were interested in Rossini Justin Fields. said it was a defensive player or Mac Jones that they were trying yeah. to get up to. You know? No. I mean, I'm sure, it'll, yeah. I'm sure it'll come out a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. But it's – it. hey, man, it it's officially peanut butter Jameis time now, right? Like, they're not – like, any quarterback they would get in second or third round, like this is James. It's Jameis' show, one hundred percent now, right? I don't know if they wanted. If they wanted Mac Jones, let's let's think about this. Aaron Rodgers, though. Oh my. God. Okay, but now wait a minute. Now, if the Saints, if Peyton and the Saints, if they wanted Mac Jones, 
the Patriots, obviously, they were the ones that ended up drafting him. Uh, you're tell. I mean, the Patriots obviously are notorious for trading down. Yeah. So you're telling me either that either the Patriots really, really wanted Mac Jones, or the Saints are full of shit. That 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 or the whole Saints Mac Jones is full bullshit because the Saint because the Patriots would definitely uh, trade down. Uh, in a situation like that. So they either really wanted Mac Jones themselves or there really was no interest by the Saints in Mac, in Mac Jones, I would say. I don't think there was. I think the Saints, I think the Saints had a lot of interest in getting Sertan or Horn at corner. Probably Sertan. Yeah. No, I, I see what Dave is getting at. He's basically saying if the Saints really were willing to move up into the top 10 to get Mac Jones. It should have been easy to get him at 15 with, with the, the Patriots, Patriots, a team that's desperate to trade down and acquire. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they really wanted him that bad at, yeah. in the top 10, they could have gotten him at 13, 14, whatever. Sure. So, so yeah, I don't buy that the saints were all in on Mac Jones at yeah. all. I was scared, man. Mickey Loomis was leaving I the was golf scared. course. You I was know, scared. I was real scared. I was scared. So, <sighs> Thomas, fire up, fire up the music. Uh, we'll we'll discuss. We're we're gonna have a Zoom call for patrons. Yeah, now if you're a patron, I'm looking forward to the Zoom tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll do a Zoom call tomorrow at nine, and we'll go from nine to ten, and we'll be talking about what the Saints have done because they're gonna do a ton. Of, they're gonna make three picks tomorrow, maybe more. They're probably gonna move up. I bet they can't help themselves. So if you're a patron, remember you'll get the you'll get the email in the Zoom call. But, give us a like on Facebook. Yeah. Subscribe. So everybody Thank give you. give Thomas a hand. He worked amazing staying up all night in Poland, helping me get the draft stuff I'm together. Dead. Thomas, I did a pretty good job running the graphics, getting to him. You did an amazing job getting the people on the air. Thomas, as always, is superb. So for Dave, for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Remember, kids. Don't shoot your dick off. And until till Sunday, the bar is closed. Who dat? <laughs>